and welcome to our Moving Mountains podcast. I'm Sheree Foraker. Hello, everybody. Peter Kraling. And we are the counselors here at Mountain Empire High School. And so today we are going to focus, we're going to take this whole time and focus on one topic, traditional versus transfer route. And so this is uh, really looking at the differences between going straight into uh, a uni four-year university working straight for your bachelor's degree or taking the transfer route where you start at a community college level and then transfer into university to finish your bachelor's. Yeah, I think this is an interesting topic because, uh, you know, I went through this years ago when I was a high school student. I've gone through it with, with three of my own kids and then for close to 20 years, I've been in this world, at, you know, at the high school level. So, and I think both options have evolved a bit over the years. So I think this is an interesting topic. Um, first to talk a little bit about what, you know, what you're saying, the traditional route. I think for many years it was expected if you were going to college, that meant going to university, going to a four-year university, and, you know, to do that, you have to meet the A through G requirements, which means you're taking extra classes and you have to make sure you get C or better. For many years, you needed the SAT and the ACT. That's been suspended during COVID. And there's some question about how long that'll continue to be a requirement. For a long time, it has been. And then you get that traditional, you know, four years, sometimes more, where you're on one campus and you really progress, you know, through that full college experience, which I think can be a, a really cool thing. And, and I think it's a nice way to transitioning to living on your own. You're in a little more of a structured uh, environment. You can get involved in a fraternity, sorority, that sort of thing. So that's when we talk about traditional route, we're talking about going straight to university, whether it be like Cal State or private school or University of California. Yeah, and so then when we're when we're talking about the transfer route, we're really focusing on students, you know, who graduate high school and then they start out their higher education journey at a community college level. And so um, a lot of times our students will go into community college without knowing specifically what they want to do. So there's a lot of like undecided and uh, figuring it out while you're working through your transfer route progress. Um, some really interesting things with a transfer route is that um, number one, there's the Promise Grant. So this is an amazing opportunity for our California students to be able to get two years of tuition-free um, schooling at a California community college. Um, and so I think that that's one of the strongest drivers to just really get students who may not feel like they're, you know, strong, ready college students to get them to take that step into that community college level. And then there's a lot of different options that a student can take. They can just do of certificate program or just focus on their associate's degree, or they may be working on an associate's degree to transfer. And that's really for those students who are focused on being a community college student and then transferring to university to finish their bachelor's. Um, 
One point that I do want to focus on is that whether a student is a community college student taking the transfer route or a traditional student going straight to university, there is an average of college students changing their major three times on average. And so I think that that's an interesting consideration because if you're a traditional student, you go straight into university and you decide within your first year, you know what, this is not the right path for me, you could be stuck, right? Like there, you yeah. could be stuck in the major you chose on your application, or it could be very, very difficult for you to change. Um, and that could present some barriers for a student to really move forward. Yeah, I, I, I think you make a good point there. I hadn't thought about that coming into this, about the change of majors. Um, I actually went through that myself. I changed majors when I got to San Diego State. And yeah, that, that delayed my time graduating. So, so that is a, a big one. Um, on the cost issue, I mean, obviously, that's, that's a big consideration to where it's now free, you know, pretty much free to go to a community college if you qualify for that promise grant, which is reasonable. I think that is huge. Um, I was just having this conversation the other day. When I went to San Diego State, now granted that was a long time ago, it was in the 80s, literally the tuition was about $300 a semester. I remember wow. that, 300. I just, had, I just saw the bill the other day for my daughter, who's in the Cal State system undergrad, for one semester, it was $4,007. So that is over 13 times more expensive than what it was when I was there, you know? Yeah. Here's a little comparison. I played golf the other day at Balboa Park, a small golf course. That was $5 when I was in college, and now it's 17 So it's gone up a little over three times. The tuition has gone up 13 times. So those numbers and, and that's that's the best bargain in in undergraduate education and that's jumped up that much so i think that's a huge consideration that is a huge consideration and you know if you're focusing just to compare apples to apples uh if your one semester at university is over four thousand dollars um the same semester at a community college is gonna be a little bit over $500 to take a 12 unit yeah. full-time course. Yeah. And so um, if you're able to take those courses at the community college level, I just really think it's something to think about because yeah. you know, for our students who are going and they're not really sure what they wanna do and they're not really sure that that it's the right choice for them, but they're, you know, doing it out of a sense of, uh, this is what I have to do to prove that I made it, that I was a strong high school student and that I am, you know, pursuing my life in a proper way. I feel like it's something to really consider if you're spending over $4,000 a semester when you could have the same coursework done for less than a thousand dollars right well i think you touch on a big thing there i mean you know i'm technically a baby boomer just barely all my my three siblings and i and i think in our era 
it was very prestigious, almost accepted that you go to university and it, you know, kind of looked bad, you know, if you didn't. And I don't think the junior colleges were as prepared. I don't think the programs were as robust. So, you know, like I mentioned earlier, going to college meant going to university. And, and I think there was kind of a, a status thing to it. But I think that has changed. You know, I don't think that's quite that way. There's the practical side of it, just looking at the money or if you need to change your major. But I just think um, it seems to me community colleges, you know, we interact with those people. We see these transfer programs, these contracts that are dialed in, how, how um, I don't know, all the different programs you can do academically at the community college level. I just think it's a way better academic option. And I don't think that, kind of social pressure is what it once was in, in, in yeah. my day. I, I absolutely agree with you. I, and although I am from the X gen, um, I did not take, I did not take that route. I did not graduate high school with the thought that I would go straight into university. Um, I ended up traveling on my own for a while. And then I return to college when I figured out that life is really hard when you don't have right. some sort of higher education. Um, so I do definitely recommend that students consider all of their options. Um, and I, I highly stress that it is important to receive training in some sort of you know, preparation for a career, because if you don't have training, then, you know, you're, you're kind of at a, um, at the mercy of what you can get into really. And so, um, just some other things that I think are great that community colleges offer is that they have smaller class sizes. They have great support programs for students. They have really strong uh, tutoring services, and they have great medical programs, you know, that you can receive your health uh, clinic care through them. You can use their their career um, department to, to get you work while you're in, uh, while you're in college, and you can, um, you know, use that same department to help polish you up when you're ready to move on to university to finish your bachelor's or go out to your career after a certification. So there's just, there's so many benefits from taking the transfer route, but I do think that there is still a little bit of the, you know, if I don't move out and go to college, I didn't make it. Um, and I think that that is a struggle yeah. in, in understanding that because it can just feel like high school plus and so, right. you know, for some students. And so I, I think, yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I also think um, there are some students or some kids, I think we have, you know, here at our school where maybe getting off the mountain and getting away from, you know, I don't know, friends or just different situations and just being in a structured you have housing, you have a meal plan, you've got, you know, academics, you can walk right to the campus, you're living right there. I do think for some kids that is a great fit and, and can really help them kind of get going to the next phase of their life for certain kids. Yeah, 
I agree. Um, I think that ha- providing that opportunity to live on your own is a big one for a lot of our students. Um, getting that chance to move out of their parents' home and, and have a space to call their own, I think that that's huge. But you know, I, I think that it comes to a point where they have to weigh, you know, what's best for my future, not for my right now, you know, and if, if it is better for them to take those first two years and take advantage of that promise grant and get their lower division coursework done, then, and save their money and everything while they're doing that to be able to have that money for when they go to university. You know, I, I think that that's an amazing opportunity right. that really wasn't there when I went to right. college, you know. No, I agree. Um, you know, another interesting thing I, I've noticed is when I look back at my college days, I still have probably like 10 at least very close friends from that time at San Diego State, and we're still in touch. And we all view that as this kind of golden time. And we can tell all kinds of stories about this and that. And we met all these great friends. I don't know. It just seems to me, talking to my own kids and my friends' kids, that that's changed a little bit. And I don't know if that's kind of a a social media thing. But um, my good friend and I, we both have three kids. They've all gone off to college. And they've all heard us kind of go on and on about our experience and they kind of look at us and say, "Eh, you know, it was good. I I met some people, I got my education, you know, but they don't view it as this really special bubble of time and their great friends aren't all from that time. I don't know. I, I don't know if that's just my friends and I experience, but I just think it's a little different. What's your take on that? As someone a little younger, you think there's anything to that? Um, I agree. I do think that it has to do with proximity and options and how many distractions there are. So um, I do consistently hear, you know, from my my own children that um, sometimes it's hard to make friends because we're all attached to our devices. And so Um, if everybody is sitting in a common area and they're all on their own devices, it's really hard to make friends. Um, So I do think that whether a student goes to university or to community college, they're going to have those struggles. Right now, community colleges are online, um, although I know that they are developing their plans to open up. But I do think that most of the universities are online right now as well, correct? Yeah, no, both of my yeah. kids, it's, it's online, you know, in, in state university system. Yeah. Nice. So in that, in that um, aspect, you know, my, my daughter is in her first year of college and she is taking the community college route. And, you know, she's struggled a bit with it being online classes and she has not been as happy as she thought she would be doing college coursework because again it's it's online it's very disconnected and and personal um and so I, i think that no matter what route you take you have to put yourself in a situation 
and remove your distractions so that you can build those relationships. Um, I, I took the transfer route. I have close friends from my days at community college. Um, when I went up into the university to finish my bachelor's degree, I did most of my coursework online just because that's what my life needed. Yeah. And I didn't develop very close friendships when I did all my coursework online. So, um, so I had kind of a similar situation, but I was in the transfer route and I was doing that coursework at community college. So I think it's more about location opportunity yeah. and the removal of distraction to allow you to, to build those friendships. That's interesting. Well, and I think COVID is kind of, entered a whole nother layer i mean i i feel bad my, my middle son of my three kids the oldest went street university so did the youngest my middle was transfer and and he's in his second year at, at cal poly right now and i see you know, having a good experience you know in a lot of ways but i feel bad both years have been tainted by covid so you know you know these have the socializing and yeah. going to games and events and things. So I, I, you know, but I don't know that that's just kind of an outlier once in a hundred years thing, but. Uh, right. Well, and, like, I think, I, I, and, and my, you know, what, I, what I keep talking about to my daughter is that, uh, you know, take those opportunities to build those relationships when they, when they come up, you know? And so um, I do think that, it comes down to students taking the time and opportunities that present themselves. Yeah. And, and, you know, though our addiction to our smartphones are, are definitely going to prevent those close relationships. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you, if you jump in with what you can do, then I think that you're going to find um, some great relationships gotcha. moving forward. So, I mean, just to kind of summarize, I mean, I think people can probably tell already, I, I think the community college option is something everybody should take a look at. I'm not saying you gotta do it, but I think whether you're a valedictorian, whether you've barely graduated, you wanna to go to med school, you wanna work on cars, I think it's an option everybody ought to take a look at. You know, I, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, if, if you, you the family's been saving money for college and, and you can go straight to a university and not have the parent or the child take out a lot of loans and you can pull it off or you're getting a great financial aid package, meaning grant, scholarship money, you don't have to pay back, then I think take a hard look at that. But, but that's getting tougher and tougher for to, to get those kind of deals, I think, these days. Yeah. I 100% I agree with that. I, I highly recommend everybody take a really, really close look at that transfer route and then do it smart. Don't go into community college and get stuck because you're just trying to find the things that you, that interest you, you know, like make your plan, meet with your counselor, have a, have a goal and get the stuff done that you have to get done, but always make sure you're doing something that interests you as well. Um, because you can get stuck, you know, that that's one of the biggest challenges to transfer route is getting there and then getting stuck because you're not getting everything done that you need to get done to transfer on. Yeah. So, um, parents, students reach out to us. We're lucky enough to have trio on campus that 
also specializes in this situation and especially going straight to a, a four year, they have a lot of good uh, insights. So we're here to help. Um, we have some great relationships with local community colleges, but some kids go to ones, you know, not the closest one and we can, we can help with that as well. So. Absolutely. And I will include some uh, links to some great, you know, help some pointers, whether you're going to, you know, you want to look at going straight to university or you want to look at, hey, maybe I want to go to community college and do my under or my lower division coursework. We'll include all of those into the show notes, some links to some great articles. Um, and then we're always here for you. Nice. Well, I think, I think we're good. I think we covered this thoroughly. So thank you, everybody, for, for checking out the Moving Mountains podcast, episode number three. Yes, we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.